0: to the Momentum Podcast.
1: The vision is to help real estate agents build momentum toward their goals.
0: I love it. So welcome to our very first episode, the genesis of our podcast, which we've had this idea for what, six months now?
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) So um, tell us about you. Well, I'm Kristen Janes and I've been in real estate for about two and a half years. And um I guess my story uh began when I made a decision to leave um a traditional job and career um in higher education. And um after, you know, a few months of Um, leaving that job decided to take the leap and jump into real estate and you know I decided I was going to uh, pursue the licensing process and that was going to be my kind of trial period uh, to see if this was something I wanted to do full-time you know jump in and um, and and I did I decided that this was the direction I wanted to move in um, and it was important for me to to do it um, to go all in you know um, like burn the ships uh, quote-unquote and and just invest a hundred percent of my energy and and my time and my uh, resources um, into this line of work. That's amazing I love it and this was during COVID time. Right? It was it was 2020 and I had incidentally decided to leave um, my career before the pandemic hit, but then my transition actually happened, you know, a few months into the pandemic. So interesting timing, (laughs) probably more on that another another episode. (laughs) How about you, Corey? Tell us about you.
0: Okay, so um, I actually got laid off of my job in 2020. And, you know, I've been thinking about real estate for quite a while because I'm born and raised in Western North Carolina and just felt like it was a really good fit. And, of course, nobody could ignore the market and what was happening mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. 2018 to 2020. So um, when I got laid off, I had this perfect little severance package and seven weeks off Mm. and I remember my husband telling me like you need to take a week off and really think about what your career choice wants to be and you guys I was so excited to jump in I couldn't I didn't last but two days (laughs) (laughs) so I signed up for the class like day two of being laid (laughs) off and (laughs) just went all in and same as you Kristen like had to go all in because that mindset and all of that just is intense, you know, Mm and it's a good thing. It's a good drive. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know if I mentioned my name, but I'm Corey Wall That's a good first start, um and yeah, so been doing it for what is that two and a half years now, and I absolutely love it, mm. so I was in a job where I was doing cute, I was in a cubicle, and I was forced to sit down by a computer, and it's just not my ml mm.
1: <laughs> so. Tell, tell our listeners where you got your start, kind of practically, in terms of, you know, you get your license, you're, you're going to need to hang your license somewhere. Um, tell us a little bit about that process. Oh, man. So I was super anxious about getting
0: hired, which, hilariously enough, when you get into it... <laughs> You find out that everybody wants you <laughs> to join. It's <laughs> Funny thing. <laughs> right? So what's cool is you end up being like you're the, you're the golden nugget for their firm. And you go and get to interview people. And it's not like you're getting interviewed. You are in a little bit. There's people that are really protective over their cultures. Um, but it was a really cool experience. So I ended up interviewing about six firms. So with interviewing six firms, I thought it was very important to get leads. That was a very important Mm. thing to me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very important to get training, being brand new. So some sort of mentorship program was really important to me. And ultimately I landed with a firm that the BIC are in North Carolina, we have a broker in charge of every firm, and the BIC was going to mentor me and help me, which is absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, I ended up there. That's awesome. where it was for about a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dun 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 more on that later. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, so tell us about you, Kristen. Tell us about getting your license and then what?
1: So as someone who is typically a a kind of by-the-book, rule follower, um... I'm, I'm generally good at taking advice. I didn't (laughs) in this scenario in, in licensing, you know, when you're getting ready to, to kind of graduate, take the test, they talk about, you know, the importance of interviewing multiple firms, having multiple conversations. And I, I, I wasn't, um, you know, uh, philosophically opposed to that, but I, I just happened to, to my mind went to like, who do I know that works in real estate that is in kind of proximity to me, meaning like physical proximity? I, I I'm in a small town outside of the Asheville area. And so um so I kind of took a more relational approach and thought who Who could I kind of link up with that, like you, Corey, could kind of help me get a start? And so I happened to um, know somebody from church who was an owner and broker in charge, had a small firm in my town. And so I reached out and and just said, hey, I'm getting my license. Um, Do you need any help? You know, because at that point, I, I started thinking kind of monetarily and thought, okay, I... Well, it's going to take a while to get kind of that first paycheck. So it'd be good to get something going, you know, financially. So I thought if I could just get some part-time income doing some administrative work, that would be a good way to get started. And it just so happened that he needed help and was willing to, to bring me on. And um, so I, I never even talked to other <laughs> agents. It was kind of that first conversation. We hit it off and, and I just got started. Mm,
0: I love that. So I'm I'm sitting here thinking about like, why should you be listening to us right now? (laughs) So Mm. tell Kristen, I feel like you are such a valuable person to this world and to this earth. And I'm so excited to be co-hosting this with you. So tell me, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about like your maybe even sales volume or how how you've done in your second year and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, you and I have had a similar journey and and sort of trajectory in our real estate ventures and um and so we I think you and I had just started talking about like what what are some um themes or um you know, some consistent um characteristics that, that might be helpful to a broader audience. Um, and so, you know, my first year was, was a modest first year. I had kind of set, um, you know, a a goal for what I thought was like, okay, a decent sort of volume and number of transactions and, and I achieved that. And then, um, in year two, things just really started to roll. And, and that, that momentum piece, I love that we named our podcast that because I felt like that was my experience Mm -hmm. in year two. I felt like I gained a ton of momentum, um, just from, you know, experience in, in the market, you know, and, um, and of course we were in a very good, um, hot market in terms of real estate, but, um, but, yeah, my second year, you know, I, I um, hit almost $8 million in um, transactions. Woo-hoo! And so that yeah. obviously felt really good. Um, and so now I feel like, okay, what what could I offer to, um, you know, aspiring agents, newer agents, or maybe agents who have just kind of plateaued and been at a particular level and want to level up mm. and want to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, phase in their business. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. How about for you? Like what, what's your kind of path been and, and how do you feel like this podcast can, can serve, um, listeners?
0: Yeah. I, I truly feel like my first year of real estate, I ended up doing pretty well, but, um, I have a salary in mind because I, Knew I had a kid to support. Mm. And I have a, a husband, a spouse that is um in the police department here locally, but they don't get paid well. Everybody knows mm. that. Mm. Um, so I... Had to make a certain amount in my first year, but I ended up making about 40000 which I felt was pretty cool for my first year, and then I strived to make six figures for my second year, and I did it! <laughs> so exciting, yeah. um, but... I, but what's funny is that that change from 40 to six figures, obviously more experience, but also I started surrounding myself with people like Kristen and the Jasons of the world, which you'll hear about, and mm. um, the Susans, and I mean, the list goes on, the Kimmies, the blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, just surrounding myself with people that uplift you, mm. I wanted to be able to give that back because mm. that's really important to me.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, this, um, outlet is an extension of you. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're a, you're a generous person. You have so Mm -hmm. much to offer your clients, your friends, your sphere. And so now we just get to hopefully tap into a bigger, um, audience. Same to you. I
0: love it. Okay. So what I think is super important is to do this job full-time. Mm-hmm. And I think any buyers or sellers should really hire somebody that's full-time, right? Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. I do. And because we're in it every day, we understand the market fully and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. I think what's important to help our listeners understand, because we obviously have been, I think, very successful in our second years, mm-hmm. Um that psychological factor, like how we got to where we are and what was our driving force. So tell us a little bit about your mindset and Mm -hmm. what that looked like.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I do think it's important to, to make that decision at the front end and, and no, no shade meant for those who don't choose to do this full time for whatever reason. So for me, I, I'm single I am hundred percent dependent on whatever I am doing professionally uh, for my income to pay my mortgage um, so so that obviously was a, a real driver um, and and sort of uh, fueled me you know in this in this pursuit and so I did have to kind of make that decision to to go into a line of work that is not one hundred percent predictable. There is no monthly paycheck, um, and um, so because of that, I, I think I just had to to kind of uh, make some decisions and and sort of um, get myself in a place where I could you know move into that confidently, and and then to build on what you were saying earlier, then it became a process of um, being strategic about who I was surrounding myself with and who was I listening to and what are the what are the voices what are the inputs um that I'm choosing to um you know lean into and and so that's been a really important part of my journey too um and and so you know I ended up like tripling my income from year 1 in year 2 And, you know, obviously lots of factors contribute to that, but, but I do think there is something to be said for, um, cutting the cord and just, you know, jumping in with both feet and saying, gosh, darn it, I'm going to be successful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and so, you know, now we're in a, we're in a market shift and so there, there's certainly some, some real um, considerations as to, okay, what does this look like moving forward? How, how does this impact my um, kind of financial trajectory? But I feel like I'm positioned well um, just because of some choices that you know I made that you made in, in the last you know few years um, to sort of see this um, season as just a new opportunity in our career Mm -hmm. beautiful so how about you um that that kind of decision to to just dive in
0: yeah the mindset is just huge and Kristen and I were just talking about this the other day about how important it is in every facet of our lives Mm. Um, because if we wake up for right now, it's it's raining in Western North Carolina, and we wake up and look outside and say, "Oh, it's so dreary. I'm tired. I want to take a nap." Like I've been saying those things to myself today, and I've been so tired and have felt like I'm gonna fall asleep. And I just realized. And then when you came today to do this podcast, I'm like, I'm energized. I'm excited, (laughs) and just said those things to myself, and it's true. Like I, you probably can tell. Like I'm more Mm -hmm. alive and Mm -hmm. excited. So um, I think that just plays a part in our business is how it wasn't an option for me not to make money, but I surpassed my salary from my consulting job. And in that sense, I told myself that it's it's possible mm-hmm. and I changed that impossible to possible mm-hmm. um, and that I can be super successful and just like telling it's that. I, it's some crazy statistic. Like ninety eight percent of our behavior is um from our unconscious brain, mm. and and when we tell ourselves things, it's that unconscious brain is um non judgmental mm-hmm. and just takes those things to heart for the, for lack fact. of fact, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just insane. Um, so those affirmations and the things you tell yourself are so mm. important, and that is how. My drive worked. But plus, I just love this job. Mm. I just am so passionate about
1: it and love um, inspiring others. So that's awesome. That's that. Yeah. I think there's um, the idea of limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. too, that can really powerfully restrict kind of where someone can go in their, you know, professional pursuits or even personal um pursuits you know if you if you don't really believe that you can you know blow the doors off of whatever goal you might have set well you likely won't Mm -hmm. and but that takes uh that's a little bit of a muscle (laughs) that that has to be exercised and and then for me it's it's again getting myself around people who are gonna um kind of propel me and and help encourage um you know, new, new limits, new or lack thereof, mm-hmm. and just keep, keep pushing.
0: I love that. Cause I feel like in real estate, there are so many firms and places in this world that you can feel so much like you're on an Island mm. and there's nobody supporting you and you need to pay $2,000 a month <laughs> to get coaching or,
1: mm.
0: and there guys, there's something else out there that, that, you will find people that will support you and surround you and serve you. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Does this conclude our first episode?
1: I think it does. Oh my
0: goodness. We did it. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. And all right. Talk to you Bye.